Hello, friends and family, and all of our platonically intimates. <laughs> Welcome to the season two finale, the great content area quiz episode. <laughs> Joe and I are going to be challenging each other's knowledge of each other's knowledge. True. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that could be meant the wrong way. But so, I yeah. love it. Um, if you remember from season one, I gave Joe a music quiz. I studied music in college. Joe gave me a physics quiz and he studied physics in college. We're going to do the same thing again. Our quizzes are slightly different and, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We should sometime, whether or not it's on the podcast, try to make a quiz for each other. That's on the other persons. Like I make you a music quiz. You make me a physics. If season three happens, season (laughs) three finale, that's it right there. That would be very difficult, but I, I like it. It would be. We have plenty of time to, tr- to think about think questions. True. So. Try and make a, a quiz that's like, it's just like. As hard as possible, but something that you think the other person could know. Yeah. It's like, I don't know any of this, but I think you. <laughs> have... I, I don't even have the answers. <laughs> it's I'm just, just asking a, It's you. just a Q&A session. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to hop right into my segment here. So music quiz two. Question one. Name this chord. It contains the notes E flat, G, and B flat. E flat, B, G flat? E flat, G, and B flat. E flat, G, B flat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oh, geez. Is that an E flat major chord? It is an E flat major chord. I would have also taken E flat. Okay, because um, that's that's like assumed implied. Yeah, yep. if you just see E flat above, yeah. Like... If you just see E flat, you would play an E flat major. Nice job. All right, level two question. Oh god. Question number two. Name this chord. B flat, D, F. Oh no. And A. I'm gonna guess. B flat. Say them again, real quick. B flat, D, F, A. I'm gonna guess it's like a D drop. Oh, geez, I don't remember how it's go- D drop seven. A D drop seven? No. Okay. This <laughs> That's is probably not even close. This is a B flat major seven chord. B flat major seven. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I would if I had a if I thought about it a little bit more. I was like, I know it's a seven. Mm-hmm. I if almost I gave you a what clue. The, what the one was? I almost told you that B flat was the root, but okay. this was a level two question, so I decided not to. All right, question number three. Translate this Italian phrase into okay. English. Okay. <laughs> DC al fine. The DC I- stands for da capo. But on music, you just see DC al fine. Okay. Do I, am I shooting for the literal translation or am I going for what it means if you see it? I'm looking the for the literal translation. Oh, I know you know exactly okay. what to do. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's just what it, okay. Di capo el fine. Da capo al fine. Da capo el fine. Return to start until finish. 
I'll give you a half point. Okay. I'll give you a half point. So, um, the literal translation is to the head, to the head, and then to the, to the finish. Okay. So, uh, Doc Capo, you go to the head, which is the beginning. And then all fine is to the end. Yep. I knew to the end. I was like, I don't know what DC actually means. I should have guessed it had something to do with head though, Mm because that's what you call it. Yep. All right, this one is also similar to a question I did last time. Last time I quizzed you on three musical eras. Right. This time I'm going to quiz you on the origins of three genres. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so you need to put these in order of when people say that this genre began. Began. They're they're slightly debatable yeah but i chose ones that were far enough apart where even like the gray areas of when it started should don't overlap. really line up. yeah yeah okay so i'm gonna say blues okay atonal okay and ragtime possible three points okay blues and ragtime i'm struggling with a little bit because I, I feel like they're next to each other. I am going to go atonal blues ragtime. Not quite. Yikes. You got blues and ragtime in the right order. Okay. But atonal is the most recent ah. of those. So that is I, one point. Okay. One point. I had a feeling that I was like, atonal is either like the way oldest or it's like modern music. Mm-hmm. Some, so people, I, I couldn't remember what atonal music actually is. Okay. So blues uh, came out of like slave songs mm-hmm. and blues of its own came about coincidentally like during the Civil War. So 1860s. Okay. Ragtime um, is actually an extension of blues. So nice job getting those yep. in the right order. Um, that came around in the 1890s. And then atonal music came around in the early 1900s. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Question number five. This one is going to be pretty difficult, I think. This, again, is a musical family. They all share the same last name. If you remember Uh, last year's episode, it was Bach. Yeah. This one will be more tricky. So, it's the same scoring. If you get it right after the first clue, you're going to score three out of two points. But I don't think I can't remember. Can I guess every time? You can guess every time. Okay. You can guess every time. Beethoven. (laughs) If you get it right, um, you'll score three out of two. Okay. I'm also adding in a little tidbit about this person. Oh, cool. So it'll like be that. a little bit different. And then if you get it after the second clue, you'll get two out of two. If you get it right after the third clue, one out one. of two. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. And then, correct, you can guess after every clue. Okay. So clue number one. This is a family band. Okay. So okay. this is not a set of classical music like Dynasty family. Yeah. This is a family band. Okay. They all share the same last name, which will help you. Okay. Jermaine. Jermaine left the family band from 1975 until his return in 1983. Jackson. That is correct. Let's go. (laughs) That's like one of the only members of the, it's the Jackson five. It is the Jackson five. That's one of the only members besides Michael that I remember their name surprising i see i thought that you wouldn't know that at all which is okay. why i put him as the first one also when you and as soon as i knew as a family i was thinking of family bands okay. and stuff so i was like it could be like the carpenters it could be like um uh johnny cash uh, had a little bit of family band okay. and then 
family he married into had a family band. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Nice. I'll give you the next two clues. I, I think yeah, I'd love to hear what they were. Absolutely. The second clue was Janet. And her ah. tidbit is that she was not in the family band. Oh, see, I, I, yeah, I think I actually knew Jermaine better than Janet. If okay. you started with Janet, I don't know if I would have guessed that. See, Janet Jackson has her own musical That's career. That's right. But she was child number 10 of 10. So oh, she was not in the band. Okay. Um, they were all way older than her. Not yep. way older than her, but, but it was like the oldest ones that were yeah. in the band. Well, because Michael is like the youngest actually in, in the, the band. band. I think so. Yep. And then the last one is Michael. Yeah. The clue or the tidbit is superstar the clue is <laughs> anyway sorry about your ears for yeah. that oh, yeah. you can put your headphones back in nice you're two for two on the uh awesome. family dynasties that's pretty good i needed i needed those points <laughs> all right now we have a jazz musician what instrument did miles davis play bass guitar incorrect he played the trumpet oh Miles well, Davis when you say jazz musician, my first thought is trumpet. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why Miles Davis in my head was like, doesn't he play like a guitar? He does not. Ah. He did not. Did not. Okay. All right. You are familiar with the instrument trumpet. I am. Okay. There's an instrument called a mellophone. Oh, okay. no. Okay. Here's the question. A mellophone is a blank Fashioned in the shape of a trumpet. A baritone. A it is, euphonium. It is not either of those. Ah. It is the horn or the French horn. Oh, the horn. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Shoot. It is the horn. So uh, they use this for marching band. Right. Because it's very... The horn actually plays music behind you. Yes. Because of the way the bell is facing. And yep. so they change it to mellophone. Yep. I knew a mellophone was, first of all, it wasn't a trumpet. There was mm-hmm. a reason why you would have mellophone and trumpet. And mm-hmm. I knew it was just like an instrument that they kind of just remade so it was easier for marching band. Mm-hmm. Dang. I should have guessed though, because you still have baritones. You have baritones in marching, in marching band, band. Yeah. band. But I didn't give that clue until after the question. Yep. yep. All right. And then similar to last time, we're going to wrap up the quiz with a listening question. Oh, Right. So I'm going to play some music, and you're going to tell me the song and the artist. Ooh. Remember, this is a more modern music quiz. Right. So if you can tell me the song and the artist. Here we go. Once again, I wish this was a uh, a quiz that was based on like, can you finish the rest of this phrase or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. I'm blanking. Um, <laughs> Miles Davis. <laughs> it's not Miles Davis, but I think I'm going to have to make that my guess because I'm blanking on anything else. Um, oh, my goodness. My love. Nope. God. 
I'm also like trying to go through all the lyrics that I can remember. And oh, like, is, is he trying to guess the he, name. Does he say the le- name in the lyrics? Got it. Oh, this that's, is feels bad. The song Sir Duke. Sir Duke. By Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. I recognize. I the, saw the gears turning in your head. I was going to end it before the lyrics. And then I was like, I, I think it might I, help him. I was going to say. If I. I'm a little sad I didn't get Stevie Wonder. I think it would have been very improbable that I would have remembered the name is Sir Duke. Okay. Yep. Just because of, of the method I was going about trying to remember the lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah. I don't know if it. I don't know if he talks about it. I don't really know the lyrics of that song at all, either. to be honest. But Stevie Wonder. All right. This... That, was, that was when he was younger. That song. Maybe. A bit. It might be. Yeah. I think or so. Earlier in his career. Yes. That's a better way to say it. Yes. All right. Oh. So. What's Last the time you scored 13 out of 12. <laughs> this time I did not. This time you scored 4.5 out of 12. <laughs> let me let me recheck the numbers. One, okay. two, three. Uh, I demand a recount. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There are twelve possible points. Okay. You scored 4.5. Sweet. Okay. So the ones, the real big ones. Were the blues question worth possible three points? Blues, yep. um, ragtime, and atonal. You right. only got one out of three on that. Yep. And then the supergroup, family band, Jackson 5. Yes. You did get right. And then yep. the last big question was Sir Duke and Stevie Wonder. Those are the multi-point questions. So Man, that atonal could have been a big swing. if Because I was in my head, I was like, that's either like something that came about during like the romantic era, mm. or it's like, Came out in like the nineties, yeah, <laughs> and I can't decide. <laughs> so, yeah, and atonal music is actually responsible for the shift between music mm-hmm. to classical and pop music. Oh, before atonal music, there was just music, right? Okay, and it, it had differences, genres, changes, right. things, but people just listened to music. And then when atonal music happened, people were like, "We don't listen to that music. We listen to pop music." Oh, okay. And then that was it. Gotcha. Obviously, pop so music H- then was not what we think of now. Right. Atonal music came out and they're like, okay, we need to start defining this era as mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. old, quote unquote. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Two different schools of music. So Right. Well, All right. We couldn't have the freak uh, accident of me doing we ridiculously not. well. I was hoping you would do a little bit better, but it me is too. what it is. So we are going to head into my favorite segment, Fun Facts with Joe. Fun fact, the rings of Saturn are approximately 90% water. Are they wet? Isn't that a fantastic question? (laughs) We're just going to move on from that. (laughs) Yeah, moving on. I think it is time to talk about today's main topic. Which is eggcorns. Which is just a fantastic word. It by is. itself egg it, corn it is so many of you are probably familiar with a little nut like thing called an acorn however if you say it quickly you may think that it is pronounced egg corn because it kind of looks like an egg yeah and corn is actually a reasonable thing to call it because it's yeah. a seed just like corn corn and so um an egg corn can be defined as this by Merriam-Webster, however, a different edition than the yes. usual. 
A word or phrase that sounds like, and is mistakenly used in, a seemingly logical or plausible way for another word or phrase. Because if you call an acorn an eggcorn and say it with confidence, most people probably wouldn't even notice that you didn't say acorn. Yeah. And also, it makes sense. Like, oh, well, it's reasonable to assume, like, I don't know, they might have called it an eggcorn. Mm-hmm. It makes it sense to me. Makes total sense. These um these eggcorns actually uh could be considered predicaments. Yes. Depending they very on much when you find be. out about them. So um, I'm I'm gonna read a couple examples. More than a couple, actually. Yeah, we have quite a few examples, which I think are interesting. And hopefully maybe we'll cause a predicament. Hopefully. I hope so. So some people may call an eggcorn anything that they mistakenly called something different yes um however it does the truest acorns have to make sense with the mistaken word yes here we've got one the best thing since life's bread see life's bread jesus is the bread of life yeah. so the best thing since jesus that must be pretty good totally makes sense so the this real is like statement. anything that happened in ad instead of bc <laughs> yeah and so the real thing is the best thing since sliced bread which is very different, invented in the 1930s, I believe. That, that sounds right to me. Mm, yes, I think so. I think so. It's believable. <laughs> yep. The next one we've got. Diarrhea. Instead of diarrhea. Diarrhea. Someone thought uh, it kills your rear end, which yeah. that it makes does. sense. Diarrhea. We've got earbuds instead of earbuds. You hear them and they're little buds. My buds. In the midst of things instead of in the midst of things. Once again, a mist of things, that's that's a pile of things. Yeah. In the mist. And like it's hard to it's hard to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Just like it could be hard to figure out what's going on while you're in the midst of things. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites. <laughs> Old timers disease, which is actually an egg corn for Alzheimer's disease. Typically affecting old people. Yes. Um, and very reasonably named. I think I've had, I think I've witnessed someone realize it's not called old timers disease. Really? Yeah, because they said it and I thought they were like making a joke mm -hmm. of like, ha, that's funny. So I said like, ha ha, that's funny or mm -hmm. something. They're like, what, what's funny about it? That's not funny. <laughs> I was like, that we, what you just called it. And that led to the realization of they're like, oh. It's not called it's old, not called old There's like an actual name for it. Mm -hmm. We have scandally clad instead of scantily clad. Very, very straightforward. Both make sense. Yeah. Here's another one I like. Very close veins instead of varicose veins. When you got a little spider web of those tiny veins like oh, on your leg or yeah. something. Um, those are called varicose veins. Once again, if you're a six-year-old child and you very hear the word close veins. varicose veins, you're like, oh, those are very close veins. This this next one is the one that I think uh, I've heard the most. I think so too. It is wheelbarrow. The actual term is wheelbarrow. B a r r o w. Yep. Although it is basically a barrel on wheels. Yes. Or on a wheel. On a wheel. Mm -hmm. I th I. It's because you pronounce it so fast sometimes, but also I think a lot of people just don't realize it's mm -hmm. barrow. Mm -hmm. Wheelbarrow. Um, I have a few more coleslaw, but some people say cold slaw. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can I've see it. 
I've heard people use this one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, we have expatriate as a as one word. Okay. Some people say expatriate. Oh, like they think it's like two words or like a hyphenated word. Yeah. They're a former patriot, which is what it means, but... Right, but people... That one's more of almost like a spelling. It is, it is, because uh, it's... Eggcorn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We have fetal position, but some people say feeble position. <laughs> oh. Which I thought was very interesting. Once it kind of makes sense, like, if you're in the fetal position, you're not very strong mm-hmm. in that position. This one I have also heard. It's for all intents and purposes... Some people say for all intensive purposes. Yes, I've heard that one, one too. It's not one. It's not two words. It's intense and purposes. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope we just caused like four hundred egg cor- or four hundred predicaments. I hope people. so too. I hope there's someone out there that like didn't know any of these, <laughs> and they're like, Ooh, ah! they're like, I'm from the wrong timeline. Yeah. They're, they're like, I'm not from America. English is my second language. And I, yeah. I thought all of these were the acorn version. Um, scapegoat. Mm. I've heard some people say a scapegoat. I've also heard that. Which is kind of just more of like a funny pun. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, my escape goat. Well, for, for one person, they're like, I'm the scapegoat. And for someone else, they're like, that's my escape goat. You yes, know? exactly. But scapegoat is the only word, so scapegoat is not a word. And the last one is another one I have heard someone go through a predicament about. Okay. I don't remember who, but it's uh, uh, taking something for granted, but the incorrect, the egg corn of that is taking something for granite, hmm. which is a little more of a, can be a stretch of like, that seems logical, because you'd be like, why would you take it for granite i just took a slab of granite i took a slab of granite but (laughs) some the person who thought it was that that i knew they thought it was like oh it's like as solid as stone you know it's rock truth beyond measure steady yeah yeah solid as rock exactly (laughs) but so yeah i hope we just enlighten some of these eggcorns to you and I, I like egg corns. Yeah. Now that you know about it, you'll start to notice them too. You'll hear someone yes. say something. You're like, I don't think they said the right word. And they probably didn't. Yeah. I noticed that about a few of these. Not obviously not after this podcast, but. Um, <laughs> Since learning about egg corns. Yeah. Certain egg corns. I'm like, hmm. I know some people who definitely <laughs> say the other thing. Yep. Just don't be a jerkwad about it. Yeah, there's a way like, to gently tell someone they're saying the wrong thing. There's actually, also actually <laughs> it's taking it for granted. <laughs> yeah, just be like, what did what did you just say? Because I'm I'm not sure that's like the actual saying. Mm-hmm. I just want to know if you take them like aside. Tell them like yes, one on one. Tell them in in a one on one setting. Depending on the person, I mean, you can roast people <laughs> in front of everyone if you really want. But. Uh-huh. but with that, it is time for my. Favorite part of the podcast, Fun Facts with Isaac. Elephants are the only mammals that cannot jump. But when was the last time you jumped? (laughs) You know, it's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) It's so interesting. It's like when you're a kid. 
You jump like 40 times a day. Yeah, you just, if you're outside and you're not doing something for like five seconds, a kid will just be like, I'm going to jump around. (laughs) But that doesn't happen when I'm an adult anymore. No, I don't know. I don't don't think I, I remember actually, I wrote down this, this fact to like keep it in mind for when we recorded, uh, maybe about a month ago and it was longer than that. And I think I've jumped two times since then. (laughs) And I was like, hmm. Ouch. <laughs> Do jumping jacks count? I, w- I would think so. Okay. But I also haven't done those, but I was just wondering. <laughs> Not that I've done that. No. <laughs> <I'm just curious>. yeah. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think it's time to jump on over to the second quiz of this I episode. Agree. There, we just jumped. Let's we did go. it. All right. This one has a possible, I believe, a possible eight points. Okay. Um, and it is actually proportionate. Like, I think my quiz is shorter than yours okay um in content i'm very interested i've this one's a wild card like last season i felt like i was pretty confident that you do like get like 50 percent. okay i have no idea you (laughs) might like ace this or you might get like none of them okay i have no no idea that's kind of what i thought about the one we just did so i also just didn't put it i I didn't spend time thinking about how well you're gonna do That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a reasonable question to ask. <laughs> All right. Question number one of the physics quiz for a, a music man. Oh, be a fine gorilla. Kick me later tonight is one of many phrases that astronomers use to remember the classification system of what? This is a multiple choice question. Okay. Is it to help you remember the classification for Planets, stars, asteroids, or supernovae? Okay. Can you say the... Sure. The uh, phrase? Mnemonic again? Yeah, the mnemonic. Oh, be a fine gorilla. Kick me later tonight. Okay. I don't think it's stars. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure there should be one with an R. I feel like they're shouldn't be that many for planets so i'm just gonna kick that one out <laughs> okay we have asteroids and supernovas left yep fun fact the plural of supernova is supernova supernovae. Or, uh, i just heard you, you say ask. okay okay and then i said but supernovas, if you say supernovas right i don't care okay. i really don't <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna say supernova the answer is stars oh, oh dang it Joe's mic just fell off the stand. <laughs> we should leave that in because I bet it's like really loud and just. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, there is not an R class of uh, star, unfortunately. There are um red stars, but that that's what I was different. thinking. Um, it is specifically for the classification of their mass because mm. a star's mass will basically never change. It might change the way it looks, but it always be the same mass. Okay. Question number two. You're 0 for 1, starting off strong. Although often misused in the media, a parsec is a measure of what? What do you measure parsecs with? Or what do parsecs measure? Yeah. I need to remember what media uses. I know the two options. I'll give you, this isn't really a hint as much of a, more of a, it is used in Star Wars. Yes. That's what I know it from. Okay. 
Because Han talks about doing the Kessel Run in a certain amount of parsecs. That's right. Which makes it seem like time, but it is actually distance. So I'm going to say distance. It is distance. Let's go. That was a good train of thought. That led you right to the answer. Uh, Parsec is short for parallax arc second. Fun fact. Okay. Which I am not going to explain. That would be like a whole topic (laughs) by itself. Um, Question number three. How many meters are in a hectometer? Hectometer. Different than a hectometer. Oh, no. Hectometer. I'm going to say 100. It is 100 meters. Let's go. It's not used very often. No, that's what I can think of. In any measurement system, not just Mm -hmm. distance. Yeah. We don't use hecto. We don't use hecta very much or hess, hess, hessy. I don't even know how to say it. Okay. Um, but good job. Uh, question number four. What are the, t- this one is worth two points. Oh. What are the two types of particles that make up a nucleus of an atom? Okay. Make up the nucleus. I believe that is the protons and the neutrons. That is correct. Let's go. Question number five. This one's a little open-ended. Okay. What is the difference between speed and velocity? Speed is how fast something is going. Velocity is the speed multiplied by the mass of that thing. I would be incorrect. (sighs) Dang it. Speed is how fast something is going. Velocity is how fast and in what direction. Ah. Like vector from Despicable Me. Mm -hmm. He has magnitude and direction. You uh, were thinking of momentum. Yes, you're right. Which is mass multiplied by its velocity. Yep. Bummer. All right. And question number six. One of the two main types of nuclear reactions is fission which is the splitting of atoms. What is the other type called? I believe it's fusion. That is correct. Nice. I have a a question for you. Would you have gotten that if I switched them around? I think so. Okay. Number seven. I need to preface this one. This is a Jeopardy. Okay. Okay. I have to answer in the form of a question. Correct. Okay. How many hundred dollars do I get? (laughs) Zero hundred (laughs) dollars. Sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take uh, physics for zero. (laughs) An increase or decrease in the frequency of sound, light, or other waves as the source and observer move toward or away from each other. What is the Doppler effect? That is correct. Nice. (laughs) So you did really well i think i i think i only got one wrong you no i got two wrong speed and velocity you got wrong i got the first one wrong and you got whatever that one wrong oh be a fine gorilla kick that that is the my personal favorite okay i honestly don't even know if like i've never heard anyone else use that people usually say oh be a fine girl kiss me later tonight okay but someone said gorilla once and i was like that's hilarious (laughs) i'm getting kicked by a gorilla so you got yeah, you got two wrong, which means you got a grand total of six out of eight. Awesome. All right. Does not does not live up to your your uh season one score. No, it doesn't. I think yours was longer. I think it was out of like I'm trying to remember it because I think I feel like they were both like out of thirteen points, weren't they? Or out of twelve points. I think yours was like out of fifteen. 
I think it was. And there I, were a lot I of said, multiple I remember I said questions. something stupid. I was like, yeah, you, you didn't get any wrong out of 12, and I got 12 out of 15, so we got the same oh, score. Oh, yes, because you're like, we got the same score, because we both got 12 or whatever. <laughs> but, but you actually got 13. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, I'm pleased with the difficulty of that quiz, then. Yes, I think that was good difficulty. Um, we're at the end of our uh, season two marathon for us. <laughs> we are. Kind of sad. It brings a, a tear to my eye. Yeah, a single one. An invisible one. Single teardrop. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun. I did too. Which is which is the point of this podcast. That is Isaac exactly and I to enjoy ourselves. We were talking about this earlier. We were like, what if we get to the end? We're like, that was terrible. We're just like, cancel the podcast because the, the goal is to have fun. If we <laughs> yeah. stop having fun, we're not going to do you're it. You're lost. Yeah. yeah. So we lucky enjoyed for the you, podcast. We still in, enjoy ourselves. Yeah. We enjoyed the podcast until we recorded a whole season in one day. <laughs> and now we never want to do it again. <laughs> That's like, I believe you told me about the time that you listened to Darude Sandstorm. Is that, was that, that could have been someone else. Someone listened to Darude Sandstorm like on repeat <laughs> for like a whole day. I'm pretty sure Darude Sandstorm is like 30 seconds of music on repeat. It is. <laughs> so it made it even worse. And they were like, I'm never going to listen to Darude Sandstorm ever again. <laughs> Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, you made it through two seasons, one extra episode, four bonus episodes. Yep. That's let it, let us know how you guys did on, on our quizzes. Because yeah. I know a lot of people like to, like, we do quizzes and stuff and they want to see how well they do. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know how you did, either in person, if you know us personally, mm-hmm. or email us yep. at platonicallyintimate at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Instagram uh, at Platonically Intimate. If you want to be the first one to find out about whether or not season three is going to happen, that's where it's going to be. It's probably going to be on there. Yeah. Maybe not, though. So it's a risk you have to be willing to take. <laughs> yeah, true. At any rate, we won't fill up your feed with random garbage because exactly. we only post when something's coming out. We're not so. actually trying to become like a big podcast or anything. <laughs> so we're not trying to like get in, uh, interactions or anything. Yep. We go, I log into our platonically intimate Instagram and we have like the influencer page or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're not doing good, <laughs> basically. <laughs> we're like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I feel like we're starting to get into bonus episode territory True. here. And I think this is also our longest episode to date. So I'm going to make an executive decision and we are going to end season two right now. See ya. <laughs>